Well, um, I used it yet yesterday to listen to music, and it was pretty loud, so. And this, your, um, thing on your, um, tablet is down, your volume. It, it might. church in a long time. speak in Outlook next. Weren't you supposed to a few weeks ago? Hmm? Yeah. Next time you have to speak in Outlook, I'm coming with you. church here.
some unbelievers have rented out our church for weddings. Do we are we still willing to let other people rent out our church if they want to? Yeah. Well, now we wouldn't be able to during COVID. during COVID when people were able to go to church when, when the songs in the online church you think people in their homes sang during this singing because I, I sometimes did at the farm I sang I sometimes did at the farm in my room That's why I looked at that case. It just would be nice because I, I don't have any other cameras that are on waterproof. That's, that, that's why I saw that case. And I think it's snowproof too. Yeah, but that case is. Read that case. Read the case, what it exactly says. The case says exactly what it says. And I read the reviews, and it's almost five stars. Other people are buying that case. I'm probably not the only one with this phone. Well, I read the reviews. No, I won't. The problem with you and technology, you don't understand what I'm talking about technology, and I think I know more technology than than you do. I research about them before I buy them, and I read it clearly says in the description. Yeah, but that case says, and and it's almost five. Should I see if maybe they have waterproof cases in their store? Well, I...
Grace be with you. Can you hear? From God the Father and from our Lord. You turn it all the way down. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us join together in mutual thanksgiving and prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, now as we thy children gather here, Lord, let thy presence be with us. Through thine own holy, precious word, care for thy congregation. And through thy spirit, Lord, allow sins to be preached forgiven here, <coughs> strengthening souls in thy kingdom. Not David Anderson. Give willingness into each heart to do the work of the kingdom. Give each a sacrificing mind according to grace you have been guided. O Lord, the end of time draws near. Uphold thy congregation here. Increase the flock of believers. All these, O Lord, we ask of thee. They are the gifts of thy spirit. Bring in the congregation joy and happiness to thy children. Now we can thank thee joyously and once in heaven endlessly for wondrous grace in our future. Dear Father, we, this day of grace, Take these words of the songwriter into our own hearts as we pray unto thee that you would be with us as we have here gathered. We need your presence, Father. We need that which you see good to give to us. We need your help on the journey because without you, we can do nothing. And so we pray you would bless our services this day, that you would grant to each listener encouragement and comfort, instruction where needed, that we can yet have that strength to continue this journey on this narrow way that leads to our everlasting home in heaven. Father, today we want to pray on behalf of those who are not partakers of this wondrous life. Those who journey on the outside of your kingdom, Father, we wish to remember them, that they could hear the voice of the Good Shepherd calling. We pray especially for those who have left our midst, who have been overcome by the enemy, and have left your holy presence. Father, we pray for them and we ask that you would also remember them and let them, too, hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. Father, we thank you for all the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. We pray that we could always remember where the good things in this life come from. We thank you even for the trials of this life, knowing that they are, in your eyes, necessary. Our Father who art in heaven, 
Hallowed be thy name. <coughs> thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and forever. Amen. As we <coughs> gather today uh, on this 15th Sunday after Pentecost, The theme, according to the liturgical year calendar, is thankfulness. I was thinking about this word of thankfulness last evening as I looked at the uh, texts that have been set aside for this day. And I ask myself, do you have anything to be thankful for? And I put the same question to you. Do you, dear listener, have anything to be thankful for? In this connection, I will read a, a, a portion um, from the Gospel of Matthew, from its 11th chapter. Uh, beginning with the 25th verse and to the end of that chapter. And we hear these words in Jesus' name. Jesus follows. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the eyes and the eyes has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. comes to my thoughts that I think we all have much reason for thankfulness. When I think of my own life, the things that I have experienced, it's not long ago I observed my 70th birthday in those 70 years. I 
heart about all the many things I have to be thankful for. How much younger is he than you? You probably all say the same thing, young and old alike. But we have much reason to thank God for those blessings that, that, that he has. The opposite of thankfulness, of course, is, is unthankfulness. And, and you know, when I was thinking about this this morning, I, I had to reluctantly admit that there's been many times in my life, I don't know how it's been for you, but for me there's been many times where I have not remembered to be thankful, and indeed even been unthankful. And one individual wrote in this way that, Unthankfulness is a relative to bitterness, and it's it's no wonder that the Bible instructs a believer to a a, a sunny or a bright disposition in life, or simply to thankfulness. When God's Spirit can guide and instruct us, then we are able to see much reason for thankfulness in our lives and around us. God, God blesses as, as he sees good. And this is not always um, the way we would see that things should be. And, and oftentimes we are, we are forced confess that our Heavenly Father knows what is best for each one of us. It's not always so easy for the old portion to accept this, that God blesses since he's good. Uh, elsewhere in this Gospel of Matthew is recorded in this way, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. I think, I think it was Martin Luther who, who said that, um, or encourages us to uh, partake of our daily bread with thankfulness. And when we think about it, our our greatest reason for thankfulness is that God saw it good to send us a Savior. And in this life, even though we experience good things and perhaps not so good, we experience sometimes, maybe trials, difficulties in this life that, that, that would even cause us to doubt and, and severely tax our, our belief in the perfect will of the Heavenly Father. And in time and time again, I don't know how it is for you, but time and time again, I, I have to remember what good thing God has given to me in my life. Most of all, most importantly, <coughs> that he has called me to his kingdom and given to me and to you this, this 
wonderful, almost incomprehensible hope of heaven's home. Remember, I'm sure you will, what it says in the Gospel of John. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. But whomsoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And, and, and so it is that, you know, every day of this life that we live, regardless of what we may face, good things, challenging, difficult things. Every day that passes by, we are one day closer, one day closer to our home in heaven that Jesus has prepared for us. And he, he promised us. Those, those familiar words, remember what he said, that, that I go to prepare a place for you. That day came where, where it was time for him to leave this world after he had performed that which his father had asked him to perform, to bring to man, to you and to I, to me, salvation. And, and all the things he went through, we, we, we know well from, from God's word what all he had to do and all he had and the great suffering beyond human comprehension or understanding that he had to endure. Simply <coughs> make us free. To allow us to believe our sins forgiven and give us hope of heaven. And with how he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And, and he promised them he promised that I will come again to receive you unto myself. To receive you unto myself that where I am, you may be also. This is the heritage of a child of God. This is what we look forward to every day of our lives. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know if tomorrow will bring. We don't. We assume it will when we go to sleep at night. We don't know what God has in store. We don't know how soon he will see it fit to send his son. We look, we look at this world that we live in today. And we were just talking about this before services begin. Um, it, it, it's, you look at the news, the doom and the gloom terrible things that are going on in this world. How much longer will God allow this to go on? We don't know. But when we can gather today, this day of grace, and when we can know and understand and believe in our hearts that because I am a child of God and I, and I have heard and I have believed the gospel Son and daughter, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. In Jesus' name and blood. Then we are fit for heaven. Come what may in this life. We are prepared. We're ready when God decides to send His Son.
us thus promised. When we think of this text that we have here read, um, here Jesus is offering thanks to the Heavenly Father. I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them unto babes. Uh, just prior to this, and perhaps this is what made made uh, made Jesus think of it. He was he was lamenting. He was upbraiding those those cities that he had visited and he had performed miracles. He had spoken of the good message of the gospel. He had healed the sick. He had given the blind their sight. says here, he began to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. And, 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 he, and he spoke of these cities by name, and, and especially he, 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 he spoke here of Capernaum, where, where he had spent much time uh, after he left the, his, his home, uh, small city of Nazareth, Capernaum is where he spent much of his time and, and did many mighty and good works. Um, and, and, but yet, the most of those there present who lived in that city would not believe in upon him. Because of the hardness of their heart, they had no thankfulness that, that a Savior had been sent to dwell among them and, 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 and speak of the good message of the gospel. He said, and thou Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. And Jesus experienced much sorrow and grief because of the hardness of the heart of the people, because of their uh, unthankfulness. They did not believe upon him. And who did believe? Those who in, in, in childlike faith understood and accepted that, that he was their Lord and Savior. And that's why he said, I thank Thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because Thou hast done these hidden these sins from the wise and prudent, and revealed them unto babes. You know, we 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 talk much here in God's kingdom about the need to believe in a child by. The world places much, much importance on, on, on wisdom, on knowledge, and, 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 and in many ways worship these things. But God has not seen it good to reveal uh, the good message of his kingdom um, through the wisdom of man. But only through his word. Here Jesus thanks God in heaven because thou hast 
hidden these things from the wise and the prudent, and to reveal them unto babes, those who, those who are willing to be humble and to believe simply in a childlike way. That by many sins have been forgiven through the name and blood of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. From the very beginning of time, God saw it good to reveal the good message of his to those who will believe in a childlike way. And understand and believe that he has sent his son to suffer and die on our behalf. And when Jesus came into this world, he understood precisely what his task was. Um, even from, from, from a young age, uh, to my thoughts come that um, example of, of what was he? Something like twelve years old, perhaps. When, when you, you probably remember the story um, of when his mother and father went to Jerusalem with a with a great uh, uh, multitude of people to celebrate the time of the Passover, and when they left, how far had they traveled? It wasn't good or safe to travel in small numbers in those times because you could be set upon by robbers, highwaymen, and it was it was, it was a, a dangerous proposition. So they were traveling with a large group of people and they looked for their son and he was nowhere to be found. Remember that? And now, there is Jesus. And, and Joseph and Mary uh, hastened back to Jerusalem and how long did they search? Is it, I can't remember, three days perhaps? Finally, they found him. Where? In the temple. Visiting and, and, and talking, asking questions, and, 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 and sitting there with, with, the, with the religious leaders and, and the, the, the Pharisees and discussing the kingdom of God. And, and, and when Mary approached him, perhaps with, why have you done this to us? We've been searching all over for you. He looked at her and said, don't you know that I have to be about my father's business? Perhaps then, Mary, maybe she remembered the visits from the angel Gabriel. Of how she would be the mother of the Savior of the world. And she kept these things in her heart. And from that point on, we don't know much about Jesus' life until he was perhaps around 30 years old and then he came um, to be baptized in the River Jordan by John the Baptist. And from that moment on, he began um, gradually to begin his public ministry. And, and he spoke the good message of the gospel. And, and, and how many Hundreds of people did he heal. How many did indeed believe upon him to be the savior of the world? Many did, but many, many more did not. 
understand these things with the minds. It doesn't work, does it? Faith is a matter of the heart. I, I, I remember a day of my own experience. Um, this was uh, perhaps 1972, I think. And I had, like anyone else, I had my friends. I was single, living with a bunch of other single guys, and it was a time of it was a time of uh, great uh, spiritual unrest in the kingdom. Many questions, uh, many debates uh, among among those who believe, many issues, and uh, one good friend of mine. One night I came home, there he was laying on his bed. Read his Bible. Figured he's gonna get it all straight in his own head. Didn't work. He lost his faith in that spiritual storm. Faith is not a matter of the mind. We cannot understand. It's a matter of the heart. When God is able to teach the heart. When he is willing to give this gift of faith. If we are if we are receptive to that call of the Good Shepherd, a miraculous thing can happen. We can believe that Jesus is my Savior and Lord. I am a sinful person and I need what he has offered. I experienced this. And then one has in their heart, they own them, as you own today, this, this wonderful uh, hope of heaven. And so it is, as Jesus said, even so, Father, for it seems good in thy sight that you would reveal your kingdom to those who in childlike faith humble themselves to accept this which is And so we are so uh, encouraged, and, and, that, and that's why we often often speak of this, and, and remind each other, encourage each other to believe in, a, in just a childlike way. Um, there was Apostle Paul who wrote to the Corinthians, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudence. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? All the wisdom in this entire world cannot buy one faith. Cannot um, give one a place in eternity, the beautiful eternity of heaven. Only faith. And that's what you and I we have this wonderful hope. And, and, and even thinking of Apostle Paul, uh, in his letters, he also wrote to the believers, the Thessalonian believers, <coughs> rejoice evermore. 
Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Jesus Christ concerning you. We are encouraged to rejoice and be happy with what God has given. Is that always easy? Is it always a simple matter to accept what God has given and, and to be content? Or are you like me and you look at someone else and you may think, well, yeah, it seems to me that God has maybe given a little bit more there than he's given to me. And, and what can happen then? Discontentment can come so quickly. And hand in hand with discontentment can come on thankfulness. And before we know it, we can even become bitter. For why has not God blessed with what I have asked him for? Why, 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 has, why has God um, um, neglected me in this way? Oh, how quickly that can come to me. I, I know that. Um, and, and so we are encouraged, even in this, to be happy, to be content, and thankful for what God has given. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And, and, and there we are encouraged to understand um, that we want to give thanks for all the things that God has given us, all that are these things that are part of our daily bread that he has given us. In everything give thanks, he said, for this is the will of God. God wants us to be um, content. And he wants us to trust that he will bless in, in the form of our daily bread and, and, and give to us everything that we need. And, and there's always this, 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 this war between the old portion and the new. Our, our flesh, the spirit that God has given us, this Holy Spirit that dwells in our hearts. There's always this disagreement over what God has given. And, and how often are we not satisfied? Human nature. Isn't it? It is for me anyway. But yet, this is why God's word reminds us. Be content. Be happy. Rejoice. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give And what about those trials that we that we experience in life? We all do, don't we? We all have challenges in life, difficult days. Sometimes we we wonder how we can continue when when trials beset us. I remember when I remember when my wife was sick. Every day, especially as she died, we could and I had to do more and more for her. Some days I'd wonder how I could continue. Evening would come. I would help her get ready for bed, get her tucked in, settled down for the night. 
child would act confident, cheerful. But I would go in the living room and collapse <coughs> in the and pray, Dear Father, give me strength to take care of her as long as you need to. It was very difficult. But God, God answered that prayer. He gave the strength that I needed until she didn't need me anymore. It was Peter who wrote in his epistle. strength. Concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding When his glory shall be revealed, the day the good Father sends his Son to him, that is when all trials will cease. All tears will be dried, and will attain the glory of heaven. And so this reminds us that no matter what we face in this life, no matter how difficult the days may be, they're only for a moment, or as the Bible tells us, only for a season, and then we will realize unending, uncomprehendable joy of heaven. This is the heritage of a child of God. This is what we await. Jesus went on to say that all things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. So Jesus spoke of his oneness with the Father, and of how he was sent as a Savior unto the world, and of how the Father was with him every moment, as we read the Gospels of Jesus' life, of, of, his, of his interactions with his disciples and all the people he encountered, we note that there are those occasions where he separated himself from those who followed him and he went apart to pray. And there he was one with God and God was one with him and they were together and the Son prayed to the Father for strength to do those things that he had been asked to do. And it was not easy for him because he was a man, a human being, just like you and I. Do you remember that time 
where there in the garden he prayed unto the Father, Abba, Father, let this cup pass from me. And so he looked ahead and he knew those things that he was going to have to suffer and go through to bring peace to you and I. And he suffered apprehension. Abba, Father, let this cup pass from me. But then he said, but not my will, but thy will be done. And so he willingly went to the cross and allowed them to nail him there. And he suffered beyond human understanding. But the way was the sin of mankind upon his shoulders. And so because of him, we can today be free. Even at this moment, dear listener, you can believe that all sins, all doubts and shortcomings of the journey are forgiven in Jesus' name and precious name. Our future is bright. And even Jesus said, to you who suffer, to you who bear the burdens of this life, Sickness, adversity, trials. Come on to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come on to me, and I will give you rest. The Lord Jesus wants to help us. He wants us to remember what he did for us. And even in the midst of trial, in this life, we can yet be thankful that he has remembered us and given us the hope of heaven. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. In this life, we have good days perhaps not so good days. But yet we have peace in our souls. Because we know our sins are forgiven. We know we are acceptable to our Heavenly Father. And when the trials of this life end, and they will, we will return to Him. Today, we have much reason to be thankful God who has given us all things. We have much reason for hope. How much is three feet? We have much reason to be encouraged, even as the future of this world How much seems to become feet? so dark. We know that heaven knows. It, is, it says that my phone is up to three feet in fresh water. Believe sins for so how much is that? In Jesus' name and precious name. Could I also hear that fast with my own? So how deep of water is that? That's not very deep. How, how deep is a pool? For my yoke is And he wants us to share. So that's not really waterproof? He wants us to trust in him. Yeah. And bring all our cares up to three minutes, up to thirty minutes. So he will listen and understand. 
What does the Bible tell us? We have not in a high priest who cannot be moved with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted as we are. <coughs> and so even today, as, as, as we will soon partake of the Lord's Holy Supper, come freely. Do they have communion online? Receive the body and blood of the Lord Jesus for the uplifting of your faith. Continue believing, dear listener. The reward in heaven will be great. And it's Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Det er 